0: In.
1: yay
0: all right so welcome <sighs> what a week <laughs> honestly what a week I feel like I mean this is a sun. yeah this is like gonna go up tonight like this is like this as- is one of our, li-
1: our live episodes yeah. quote unquote
0: um I want to say publicly that it's possible <laughs> you may have an appearance from our good friend Devin during this I don't think she'll come during this app but she is supposed to come over later so she might be here also Claire happy like birthday to- Devin <laughs> I love you
1: <laughs> Claire's really never forgets her birthday. that. Claire and I really like to pack our Sundays with activities. We pack them activities. in. Yes. Hobby Queens, we get it from the First Lady. We do. <laughs> and we like to have our hobbies too, and that includes recording episodes, drinking topo, forcing Devin to come up. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> At a point, Elise and I
0: were a little nervous we're gonna get sick of each other, but I don't think it's ever gonna happen. I think we're okay.
1: You know, it's such I have
0: such a, a system on Sundays now. No, it's, it's like so I got nice. things to do. This is truly like a highlight. I love doing this so much. <laughs> I really am like having the best time. Also, exciting news: first ep from the couch. I got a new couch, and we are loving it. Claire loving it.
1: got a brand new couch. It is. It's luxurious. Literally golden. It's golden. <laughs> If she was a first lady, she would like make stand make herself be on a <laughs> dais when welcoming guests. <laughs> like that's the vibe you're giving, and I love it. I know. I was like, yeah, I mean, I was
0: like, it's making the gold accents in my apartment come out. It's like, no, it's just a gold couch. That's why that is. <laughs> like, that's not like and you know, yeah. I I would say we could post an pick of the couch but I don't think pictures do it justice no
1: it's too it's too luxurious yeah <laughs> the, the cushions are like there's depth to them if that's well that the right was word. like my
0: whole vibe I, I wanted a deep couch because
1: growing like up you could sit and your legs could stretch <laughs>
0: they could I like can, I can't sleep chair. on this chase part <laughs> no growing up I had a cousin um and she at her home had the deepest couch and <gasps> my whole life I was always like I want a deep couch yeah and now I have one. Now I think in hindsight I was just like little, and she had like a normal size <laughs> yeah. couch, but whatever. Okay. Now you're
1: a little bit grown.
0: Right, I'm a little bit bigger, and, and now, you now can I get want...
1: the deep couch. Yeah, it's really nice. Yeah, so, so we're really congratulations.
0: I know, player. and it's fun for us to both be able to sit on the couch while we <gasps> record an F. because usually you would
1: have to be in a chair or I'm in the squeaky chair, which I do love that chair. So I'm excited for the new one to come.
0: Yeah, there's gonna be a new chair. Elise might get her own chair again sometime, but right now we're both on the couch, <laughs> so this is
1: thrilling. Just like we're setting the scene. Yeah. <laughs> I know. our vibes well, on Sunday. Well,
0: because here, here's the thing. Like, we are enjoying this project. We are enjoying being together on Sundays and being able to talk about history and First Lady. Someone that didn't enjoy anything, really, yeah, is this woman we're going to talk about today. Her name is Jane Appleton
1: Pierce. Folks, I just want to, like, trigger warning. This is a sad episode. I'm kind of laughing when I say it. No, it's
0: because like, it's, like, uncomfortable.
1: The first thing I said to Claire was, I was sad Research in her. She just had a very tough life. A lot of sad things happened and no one helped her. So I think this yes. is a mental health focused episode. Definitely. Yeah. And like, no, yeah. yeah.
0: She had a lot of mental health um, struggles. And I don't think this will be the last time that we, these women, we talk about someone who's like afflicted with these kinds of things. Yeah. Um, I think we talk, we've talked about this like theme over and over again the idea that like these men are thrust somewhat by their own ambition into the spotlight but these women right. don't really have a choice. And so if you're not suited for this type of life um and if you really don't want to be in the public eye <laughs> yeah, like Jane, like Jane really and like probably like some of the other like other ladies that we'll talk about yeah. it's really hard. And so she had a really really hard time being a first lady um and I think just in general she could have used a lot of mental health support. So, yeah, for sure. um, Elise and I are very familiar with those journeys, and uh, it's important to talk about, and it's important to, like, yeah, like, we'll get into it. But anyway, Jane Appleton Pierce. So, Jane Appleton is born on March 12th. March 12th, 1806. She is a Pisces, again. And she's born in I'm, Hampton,
1: New Hampshire. So, she's a Northeast la- uh, lady.
0: Yeah, she is, and we love little that little. because... Mm-hmm. Um, this is, again, spoiler alert, the Civil War is, like, happening. Like, it's active. Like, the, 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 the Civil War is, is, is not, technically it's not happening, but it's certainly, yeah. like, brewing. I and mean, so, this brings
1: us right, the end of her term as Floatus brings us right to the, like, in 1857, she's not FLOTUS anymore. Um, yeah. The next guy comes in, who is Buchanan. Yeah. Um... But then Civil War starts at 61, so it's like... No, Buchanan is, like, blamed for starting
0: the Civil War, so we're close. But Buchanan (laughs) is also the only people who are like, it's not random. (laughs) No, like, truly, like, I mean, I think Buchanan, I mean, I don't exactly know why he gets blamed because, like, I'm pretty sure, like, John Tyler started the Civil War. I'm pretty sure Julia Gardner, I I don't mean to sound (laughs) hyperbolic, but, like, I'm pretty sure she, by putting her Confederate flag in Staten Island, I'm pretty sure she started the Civil War. that was Roll like move, 30 girl. years ago now, so yeah. I mean, um, they're not 30 years ago from right now. 30 years ago from the 1850s. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, so we're getting close to um, the Civil War, which again we say um, never started because it always was, and yeah. never
1: ended because it, it will always, always is. is. Yes, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Um, yeah. Right. So she is born in on March 12th. She's a Pisces. Yes, she. Um, I can't find what, the chart. Tra- I'm it sorry. I can't find oh, I I the chart.
0: I gotta like, oh, here. Oh my God. I just opened right to it. Okay. I was looking for it. Do you see that? I couldn't find it. Okay. So we've had this, our last Abigail Fillmore. Abigail Fillmore, I think her birthday was March 13th. It was. Yeah. <gasps> okay. All right. So these, so Pisces are a water sign. Um, Famously, they like. I, again, um, Elizabeth, one of my very best friends, is a Pisces. She is um, very mercurial. Okay. You are on the cusp of Pisces. I am, I am. You're definitely an Aries, but I think that you have some Pisces-like qualities in that, like, you're moving and grooving all the time. Like, yeah. you, you know what I mean? Um, And what we'll find out about Jane is that the happiest moments in her life are moments where she's traveling and she's yeah. not feeling sort of beholden to one role beholden to one type of life and so i think that's like very pisces-esque all the people that i know that are pisces love to travel yeah um and love to uh kind of be slip in and out of different roles in their life so yeah okay anyway that's that's pisces
1: um cool so yeah she's born in new hampshire to a reverend james appleton and elizabeth means those are her parents yes um Always known as a very—I love this description—as a child, frail, shy, petite, and melancholy. So right off the bat, <laughs> in that description. Yeah, because uh, that's pretty much for I the mean, rest of this poor woman's life. Right.
0: I was gonna say like she was always sort of true to herself. I guess in that way, yeah. like that was totally her vibe. And you know, what?
1: I'm also getting. It. So she had—I uh, forgot how many brothers and sisters. But she was in in one a big of six. Family. Okay, yeah. So yeah. there's a many, many uh, Appletons Cinelands. running around. Right, 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 right. And, like, maybe she was just, like, a chill kid, you know? And, like, that was maybe unusual in the brood of the Appletons. Well, So, like, let the girl live her life, man. Well, again, and, like... She liked to read. Like, I think that was probably shocking back then when you should be like, oh, no, you should work on a farm or something. Well,
0: I think as a reverend's child, I think that's really specific. I don't have that experience. Um, You're not a reverend's kid. No, (laughs) you don't have that experience. I would just go so far as to say you don't have that experience. But I do think that, like, again... When you're the reverend, especially maybe like in this time, and probably in, um maybe not, I don't know. I think like in this time, even in modern day, it's like reverends are really high esteem. And so you're sort of like a mini celebrity in your town. Yeah, And everyone knows you. She, And I think that she just was like, I don't want to be. She's not a spotlight girl. No, she's just not a spotlight girl. So it's yeah. like they interpreted her like introvertedness as like melancholy and like that's <laughs> psychotic
1: like some people just want to be by themselves and read hello yeah <laughs> listen i know we're not the advice part of this yet, but yeah. like <laughs> my, my advice throughout this whole thing is go to therapy no, everyone I needs know. therapy I and know. i i don't know the history of mental health wellness i'm pretty sure were there like therapists in 1800s that is such a good question i'm gonna look that because up because we, i don't think there was
0: yeah and like right because all the men are just running for office and all the women are just like depressed.
1: Yeah. Or at least it wasn't taken seriously enough that there was like it's someone that taken you would go talk to. No, it's yeah. hardly taken seriously. They probably now. gave you like cocaine or something, these doctors. 100%. And like leeches on your head. Well,
0: that's what's okay, we'll talk about it, but like they always thought she had a cold. And I'm like, <laughs> no, no. That's, what, like, the excuse that she gave because she literally didn't have the language to yeah. talk about what
1: was happening in her body. I mean, I don't raise don't even your think... hand if you faked sick to get out of a hangout because you were just feeling anxiety or depressed. Hon- I'm raising my hand. I mean, i like, both my hands. Yeah, like, that's me like, every
0: day except for when Elise comes over. Like, <laughs> like,
1: yeah, well, you're, like, words. a good enough friend. I can be like, Claire, listen, like, I'm just having a lot of, like, feelings. I need to, like, be by myself. Right, right, right. There's some friends I like, don't say that to because they're totally. just, they don't get it. That's when you fake a cold. No, I know. That's when you, you fake a cold. Perfect time during a pandemic. You're like, I don't know. I could have COVID. <laughs> I'm going to stay away. And everyone's like thankful for it. And really, you're just like eating popcorn, watching like hours of SVU. <laughs> you know, like, uh, Elise is crying. She's sobbing. Yeah. Okay. As I'm sobbing on the couch, I'm like, it's fine. Uh, SVU most common. Yeah. That, she should have SVU. I know. No,
0: no, like. no, really. No, I just don't even think, not only did they not have support in the way of a yeah. therapist or in the way of like medicine but they didn't even have language to talk about what was happening oh, like in their body you yeah. know what i mean so it's like is mental health on the rise um or like you know a di- like a lot of people think that like um depression anxiety these things are like on the rise i don't actually think that's necessarily true i just think that we have language to talk yes. about it and yeah, more yeah. people
1: are like engaging in that conversation yeah and i think it's it's becoming like okay, I'm sorry to bring up the pandemic, but like that's been a big part of conversation that we've been having mm-hmm. as a society. Like okay, yes, like take care of your physical health, but like also here's like a free hotline in New York State because we realize this is traumatic for people to not be around others totally. for long periods of time, and like yeah. I don't think even. 10 years ago that would have happened, no, you know? So it's really no. refreshing that that is, like you said, like we're being given the language and hopefully yeah. little kids are given the language because, mm-hmm. you know, when she was a small, frail, melancholy <laughs> child, maybe she just felt sad sometimes, but I don't think she could have expressed that no, way. N- if, not yeah. in the
0: way that anyone could... Because it's mm-hmm. like not even in the way that anyone could have given her help because it's like you yeah. just don't even know what's going on. Yeah, they're you know? just
1: assuming she has a cold. So oh yeah, I mean, gosh. right off the bat, she has some trauma as a kid um she was pretty young uh 13 when her father died yeah so they move into a mansion which i guess is fun but uh well, they move in with their sad. very
0: wealthy grandparents yeah in
1: amherst massachusetts which is um
0: a great town now but i, I think back it's well they it's um no that's in massachusetts oh, it's okay. like, uh, y- uh university uh, amherst is like a state state like it's like a state college like okay. it's like a little yeah. college town um but it's like super woodsy so
1: i think it like i don't know how like fun it was to be there yeah well she Um, probably liked it if she just like wanted to read because she was in school around there right
0: yeah 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 she was in she moved Mm -hmm. there when she was 13 um and you know i think this is something i think we're actually going to talk a little bit about this i think when we talk about eleanor roosevelt like she was raised by these grandparents who like could she she, i think in a lot of ways she wanted for nothing material wise but when you have so much mental health affliction like it's just not enough it's never enough you know and um so, I think it was just this like this push and pull of like, oh my gosh, I have everything that I could ever want. Why do I still feel like empty and yeah you know? Um, but all for all intents and purposes, she was she had a really a, a great upbringing. She she like her grandparents really valued education, so yeah. she read a lot. She was um I don't know if she I'm not sure if she had a private tutor or if she uh, was in school, but she was like a lot of um people who end up meeting her when she chose to go to White House functions, which yes. wasn't very often, <laughs> yeah. she uh, always resp- remarked on how educated and how well-read yeah. she was. So I think that, like, uh, whatever was happening in her grandparents' house was, like, actually quite foundational and good for her.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, so growing up, she was... Very shy again, super religious, and mm-hmm. she was pro temperance, so she was not into drinking. Yes, um, yes which yes. honestly, thank God, because she definitely would have had an alcohol Ugh, problem. Stop. I mean, <laughs> like, really, like no, truly, truly, I think she definitely would have had some sort of addiction issues. Right. Um, Ugh, so she crazy. did get sick from TB at one point, so once again, tuberculosis. <laughs> Devin, Devin. <laughs> um, you'll hear it when you get here. All right, we got a lot of TB gavos. Devin. Um, <sighs> she does survive this this bout of TB. Um, but it just said she remains sick from it, so I think that was also part of. I think that's also frustrating and can affect your mental health if you're like actually have like a chronic illness that is well, holding yeah. you back and from doing things like, you may want to do.
0: Hundred percent, and also like I don't know. To me, it's very chicken or the egg. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. when you're when you have these like you know, it's like you can get sick and then you have to stay inside for a long time, and yeah. then that's really depressing, and then. Or you can be really sad, and so then you're not getting, like, good social, positive social interactions. Yeah. And so then you get, then you are really, you know, then you get even more sick. You know what I yeah. mean? So it's like, you know, I think it's like chicken or the egg with that stuff. But it, it you know, it's funny, like, well, no, funny is not the right word. But it's interesting because she does live quite a long life. Yeah. Um, And I think... We talked about a little bit with this, like, with Louisa Adams, because it does feel very genetic, the, um, affliction of mental health and mental illness yeah. with Jane Pierce, uh, and so I kind of, like, well, maybe this is for advice, but, like, I do wish that she had found some type of an art form, because, like, Louisa... Oh, yeah, she was the and artist. Also so that. She, Jane was, like, a really good writer, so... But anyway, yeah. we'll get into that. I mean, after... So, she ends up, um should we talk about how they meet Franklin
1: yeah so yeah. um Jane, Frank her husband's Franklin Pierce Franklin the 14th Pierce. President. Yes. Spoiler, alert, he becomes president <laughs> kind of surprisingly once again he's <laughs> shocked we're all shocked everyone's shocked I mean we just need a president who's not surprised yes. at least. men need to go to therapy and stop 100%. fake running for office like you just accidentally get the nomination stop that no history seriously. and <laughs> like actively choose a job. <laughs> Like, no, really, like, no, like, yeah, failing like, upwards is like a constant for the U.S. president up until this point. Just not
0: like obvious. We just kind of went through that. Like, it's not a good. It doesn't go well. No, ever.
1: like, it's funny because we had like the founding fathers actively wanted this job. Yes. They were like, "We have to start a government. We're going to do it right, properly." Right, right, like, right. You go. Yes, Thomas Jefferson. yes, yeah, crazy, but like, had plans. But, like, you to know, be like a even uh, James Monroe. Yeah, like, super stoked on it. And then there's just this chunk we're in right now, pre-Civil War. Maybe not a surprise. <laughs> None of these men knew what they were doing. They're shocked that they're president. They, like, roll up to the convention, like, to get a beer, and they're just like, congratulations, you have the nomination. This has happened and then they're so fucking many president. times. So many times. It's, it's just crazy. Yeah, it's it is. just yeah. wild.
0: And it's wild. And I, yeah.
1: yeah. So, so they meet um through her brother-in-law, yes. who taught at Bo- Bowden, I Bowden, know. So Bowden. Bowden College. Bowden College. Bowden College. So at a point, point um, I, and
0: I do believe this college was in... Did you say Vermont? Or was it in Massachusetts? Um, I
1: think it's in... New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Maybe. Well, it was... I a, don't know.
0: That area.
1: <laughs> Those states are all cold. the same. So it's obviously Yeah. It um, snowed uh, from <laughs> August to May. Yeah. It's not. It's
0: not a college anymore, but it's. it was a small liberal arts college. Okay? So, shout out to Marymount Manhattan College. Love you. <laughs> um, so, it was like a small liberal arts college. Um, her dad, at a point, was the president. Oh and yeah. <laughs> so then, her brother-in-law.
1: Oh no, I know how he got the job. Well, I know.
0: I mean, literally. Tip so on. then, her brother-in-law is a teacher there. Yeah, and, and Franklin going Pierce to there. is going to school at this college. Yeah. And so yeah, she's introduced, or they're introduced. Um, by her brother in law. Yeah,
1: it doesn't say much about their um courtship. I love how I call it courtship because they do in the books. Like they dated. I mean like no I the love other it. Word. Like I, when are we I was gonna say, gonna say the date, same thing. I did like, say they're courted. Like yes. are we gonna say that when we get to like <laughs> Ladybird? <gasps> oh my god. I they hope... did court because she's classy. But anyway, um talk about three parter, Elise. <laughs> oh my, god. my mom's like actually really excited about Lady Bird. <gasps> <gasps> she was like starting to listen. She's like, I don't know any of these women, and you guys talk really fast. <laughs> okay we Second get it complaint. we talk fast Just but you can do it on
0: half speed have you yeah. ever I've never tried to listen to our podcast on half speed no I'm going to now oh it probably sounds
1: normal <laughs> But uh, yes, yeah, so my mom's like super psyched out. like <gasps> Okay, but anyway, um, so yeah, they we don't know much about their when they dated, but they married when he was thirty and she was twenty eight. Again, these age gaps are we're it's getting it's better. getting better, it's and it's also like better. the fact that she's twenty eight and gets married that sounds like normal to me. Like she's not. Totally. I feel like a lot of these women they were like nineteen and. Well, yeah, and like I mean. I'm just, yeah, I mean, for
0: a person who, like, never left her house, I'm just happy that she, like, <laughs> found someone. You know Honestly, what I mean? Like, <laughs> if Jane
1: Appleton can find a soulmate and, like, have a semi-happy marriage, I think yes. there are some issues. But, you know, whatever. Love your truth. Yeah. Uh, I think I can do it. Yeah. <laughs> I believe in you. <laughs> Nothing can stop me from watching hours of SBU because I can still find my friend with beer. Yeah. <laughs> um, hopefully not one with a drinking problem because, spoiler alert, he has a drinking problem. Ugh. It's so funny too because it's like
0: I mean I know they say this in the book but like truly two opposites like could not be yeah so, I don't even yeah. Franklin Pierce was like I don't even know if he read books very much I don't know
1: so a little bit about <laughs> Franklin Pierce he, oh yeah like the 14th president about yes. he is uh, has a drinking problem yeah and has a lot of political ambition so at this throughout <laughs> their relationship he is a member of the he's like a congress member a u.s representative he becomes a senator at one point he quits that at one point well he quit and he and he, he's going back and forth a lot because she is
0: like so like please don't
1: yeah she's very very against this yeah. the whole time which we'll get into for a second why she thinks that there's like a curse against them but um he wants to to be in this this world and this mix so like at one point, there's, um, they want him to run for governor of New Hampshire. He never actually ends up running. Right. Talking, but know. he, you know, there's talks that they want him to do it. Um, he gets appointed at one point to be attorney general um, for during the Polk presidency. Jane convinces him not to do it. Wow. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, this yeah. is years later when mm-hmm. they're married. But mm-hmm. um, so she's very against this. He's into it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, this, so this is, has always been kind of a push and pull throughout their marriage. Mm-hmm. And you'll see uh, that as we, we go along with the story. But yeah, they have three kids pretty early on in their marriage. What um, right the about two of them die? Well, yeah, one of them dies in, the first one, Franklin Jr., dies in infancy. Yeah. Um, um, I don't know how he died, I didn't say. But uh, then they have another baby, Frank. <laughs> So, again, gotta name your kid something different, but okay. <laughs> uh, he died from typhus. I don't know what that is. Yeah. At four. Right. And then they have Benjamin. They call him Benny. Um, and he ends up dying at uh, the age of 11 in a train accident. We'll get to that um, as we tell the story of their lives into the presidency. But yeah, yeah. so she is has a lot of trauma. Right off the bat. And this isn't the first time we saw women who lost all their kids No, pretty early on. I can't name a a FLOTUS right now, but I'm pretty sure this has happened. No, it happened to like
0: so many. I mean, Louisa, remember that baby she had in Russia? Oh my God, yes! First baby ever born in Russia. No, this is happening. But I will say, and I don't know, like, because Mary Todd talks about her son as well that dies. You know, I wonder if um, death at childhood infancy is maybe becoming... Uh, less prevalent mm-hmm. because what is and and perhaps the and it, and it, to me it does not make it any less sad like I yeah it's, it's so tragic no matter what but I guess like in the eyes of maybe other people um the death of their son Benjamin was was really um hyper focus not only for the Pierce's but also for like the surrounding yeah. public because at this point Franklin Pierce is like a little bit more well known as a politician yeah. and it's super tragic Did you, he dies like in a train accident
1: yeah so they're on their way to it happens in January 1853 at this point uh, Pierce has been elected they're mm-hmm. on their way to the inauguration in March they're up in I think in Massachusetts it is and there's a train accident the car derails and, I mean, the description I read, the kid was mangled. Ugh, so hard. And Jane horrible. Appleton Pierce sees him, sees the child. So, yes. I mean, forget, it could be anyone seeing that as traumatic, but to see your 11-year-old no, son. That is Wildly traumatic. Yeah. Um, he was the only one that was injured, or that mm-hmm. was killed in this accident. No one yeah. really got, else got hurt. Um. So... And, and up to this point, she really believes she was super religious, and she, again, she's constantly asking Franklin not to be in office, to mm-hmm. like, let them live a private life. So she thinks every time one of their kids dies, like Franklin, or the Frank Jr., whatever their kid's name were, yeah, um, they, this is God punishing them. Right. So she has this like, massive belief that they are being punished because they're not supposed to be in this public life. Yeah. And then Franklin just keeps (laughs) doing it. Putting himself in the public life. Yeah, like, I don't know, maybe have a conversation. But anyway, so she really has... So then when Benny dies, it's like, it consumes her. Yeah. All she can think is like, you are not supposed to be president. This is a punishment. Like, Mm -hmm. you're being like, cursed, struck down. I mean, it's... Yeah, yeah. And that, I think, you know, of course that's not the truth. That's not what's happening. But... To, I think she truly believed that. And that yeah. is like a really heavy thought to have yeah.
0: constantly. Well, and it's I like. I can imagine that. Right. Cause it's like, no, like being punished for, like, just, yeah, to think that, like, you're being punished for, like, this, this life that you're leading, which again yeah. is like, it, yeah, it was just so far, obviously, from the truth. Um, but, you know, anyone who feels like they're. Uh, in the wrong or that they've done something like abhorrent to the extent that like she clearly thought that they had done yeah yeah it's deeply deeply sad and um and and of course like nobody ever 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 deserves the pain that this woman suffered yeah um, specifically with the loss of her three children it's just No, no one deserves that so um so yeah. so that's how they enter the White House. That's like the vibe.
1: Yeah. And at the end oh go ahead, what was it? I let not forget. So that's their personal situation yes. that's going on. Yes, yes. But yes. then meanwhile in the country Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Dark. dark, Dark days. The North and the South are like on the brink of a fucking war. No, they cannot. Civil War is not random. Not random. They can't stand each it other. Is, yeah. yeah, at this point it's 1853, so we're 10 years, less than 10 we're years so away. so close. Eight years oh away. Oh From the Civil War. So like, I know that sounds like a long time, but like, that's not, I mean, no. if you're ready for a war in eight years, like, shit is tense <laughs> no seriously
0: <laughs> like things are really really t- I mean it's all in hindsight right like we, yeah, we don't know like perhaps without some of this um non-leadership I guess I could say like it could have gotten turned around you know but like at no point is anyone trying to stop the horse on this like yeah this is just getting crazy and like also the United States is getting bigger and so yes, it's, it's- the 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 division is getting larger as the states are getting larger and yeah totally like yeah it's just and again and then um to other people this so so um benny dies in march no 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 in january, january yeah. um uh they have their inauguration in march And then two people die that April, which is um, Abigail Fillmore, who we talked about, who sadly uh, we know has like the shortest after, uh, First Lady uh, lived the shortest amount of time after her uh, position. And then this man called Rufus King, and we're going to talk about him a lot in our next episode. He's actually going to have his own episode, (gasps) so we'll get into that. But he was the vice president um, under Millard Fillmore. And so both of these high esteem, I mean, that's like, too very can you imagine like that right now? I mean, it's like, yeah, I don't even want to say it, but it's <gasps> no, like, I don't you know, know what I mean? Like, that's just, <laughs> yeah, de- it's sad dark, to have yeah. those two people die in the same month, yeah. So, anyway, so it's
1: just there's a yeah. lot going on in the country, like, yeah. personally, in the country, it's happening. So, <laughs> the writer of the, the book that we use, she first of all, this woman's kind of rude, but she just says, Pierce has made the White House a morbid place, yeah, no, fucking shit, Obviously. lady. Well, 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 okay, but also, can we so, give
0: them a second? No, so Jane gets in the White House and she says. No. This white vibe <laughs> is like not for me. I want um, morning bunting, which what that means, yeah. and we, the um for Lincoln they do this black cray paper, and actually Jackie Kennedy um, has it exactly replicated when JFK dies. Yeah. But um, it was the the idea was that like they're gonna drape the White House in like black, love it. like yeah, just like Into vibes, yeah. you know. Um, And so Franklin is like, of course we can do that for you. Like, if that's what you want, like, of course I'll do that for you. Um, he said it was only going to last like a few months. It lasted for two years. Yeah. I mean, so can you imagine going to visit the White House and being like, vibes yeah, like, oh, are weird? Okay. got 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 it. Got it got yeah, it. Like, yeah, Morticia
1: yeah. Adams vibes. Totally, totally. And, but like, let's not forget, like, he's also sad too. Like, 100%. Yes, 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 yes. So, totally. Like, he has a drinking problem. He's feeling it. He's trying yes. to keep Jane together. Um,. <clears throat> She is so checked out of this. Mm-hmm. Oh, just fun fact about this: when he gets nominated, she faints. She, that is that that fact is crazy. So
0: that that's her vibe. She's yeah, not into when she that. gets yeah, well, he hasn't even won yet, and she has fainted because yeah. he's getting nominated. So
1: they're just like deeply unhappy. Um, him too. He he's, has a hard time forming a cabinet at this point because he can't form a cabinet. He just can't even work. And like, listen, I get you're elected president. I guess that's exciting, but like. Maybe take a leave of absence.
0: Well, yeah. And Even like, like don't do thing. it the way I don't Andrew, know that happens, but don't, like I know. And don't do it the way Andrew Jackson did, which was just to take a year off. Like yeah. get your vice president involved and like let's do this. But no. Um Pierce, so okay, like, um, I guess it's like interesting because it's like these two people, Millard and Jane, are very opposite. But I think yeah. that in a lot of ways, Franklin really did care for Jane and really wanted to make her feel um you know, kind of, like, I don't know, like, he wanted to help, like, make the White House feel like something that was hers and that was special. And so, um, he does design a really luxurious bathroom for her (laughs) on the second floor, which is, uh... What is happening
1: on the second floor
0: (laughs) of the White House? We need to go. Well, it says that's, like, where the family lived, but, like, obviously dark shit is going down up there. There
1: is... So she, of course, cast herself to the second floor. She didn't she want stays anything in the second to floor. do yes, with yes, yes. White House FLOTUS duties. Yes. She gave a lot of her responsibilities to, um, uh, they, Franklin had a good secretary. They say her, Sydney Webster helped a lot. Yes, um, and her, her aunt, aunt, Abigail mm-hmm. Kent. Mm-hmm. She also had her friend Vivian, or Vivar, or something like that. Yeah, I yeah, know. yeah. Come and help out. So she just, like, hung out on the second floor and wrote apology letters to her dead son.
0: mm Dark. Dark.
1: Dark. I mean, Dark. I, I know we keep saying that, but, like, I, I I, said this to Claire off, like, before we started recording. I can't believe she didn't kill herself. Like, no, I'm I know. it's wildly just, shocked yeah. she didn't. Yeah. And, like, thank God she didn't, because I think that would have, like, set him off and, like, God knows what kind of president he would have been. But, whoa, she is just sad. Yeah. Like, yeah. and I just feel like no one is helping her. And he can't, I mean, to be fair to him, he can't help her because he's going through it, too. Like, right. he's, he's depressed. He's got right. the drinking problem. He's really sad about his family falling apart. Also, he's trying to run a country that's, like, ripping apart at the seams. Totally. So, like, yeah. what is yeah. he going to do? He right, can't help right, right. her. And, like, I there's no say, one else there to help this poor Yeah, man.
0: I will say, to Franklin's credit, he didn't, you're right, he wasn't, like, actively trying to, like, help her. Yeah. But, first of all, what could you do in that time? But But I will say, yeah. like, to his credit, he never, like, thought of her as a problem. Yeah. Which I appreciate. Yes. Because I do think that um, the, you know, the hysterical woman, like there's this whole archetype of like a hysterical woman who like can't get it together. And when really it's just like, we're trying to uh, be um, human people in a world that just like wasn't built for us. And so there's this like whole archetype of women being hysterical all the time. And I'm grateful that Franklin Pierce didn't like, put Her in that category and like move on. Like, yes. he really was trying to make it feel like, yeah, he didn't listen to her when she said, I don't want to be in politics. He yeah. didn't, you know, there's a lot that he did wrong, but I want to give him that. Is that he never cast her off as, um, hysterical. hysterical or like a waste of his time, yeah, you know, and
1: also, um. The, the writing letters part, like, I think that was almost therapeutic to her. Cause, totally, like, I yeah, mean, what, yeah, ju- yeah. what therapist doesn't tell you to journal sometimes. Yeah, you know, I yeah, think yeah, that's yeah So, like, the, maybe this was her form of, like, getting it out. It says she connected with spiritualists, too. Yeah, she so, like, was, I, like, I don't think she was having, like, seances, but yeah. I think that was her way to connect with her children that she lost so young. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it sounds kind of kooky, but that was, you know, I think maybe part of her healing or at least what kept her definitely and
0: like the death of the loved one it really just does a number and I think that however you need to get through that you need to do and I you know those right like the the journaling or the writing letters and then seeking out like some type of spiritual advisor. It's almost I mean, it's very similar, like you said, to yeah. a therapist telling you to write down our journal, you know. Yeah. And so she was she was actively trying to better herself and I don't even know if I wanna say better, but she was actively trying to heal herself. Heal. Yeah, you know. For sure. And um you gotta give it to her. She was doing her best. Yeah. So
1: <laughs> I do like how she um they always say she, again, she was sick, she had a cold constantly, whatever, she was obviously depressed, but she kind of like, I feel like this is like a little wink to, I don't know, her wanting to do what she wanted to do. Yeah. Anytime there was like an event she didn't want to go to, she'd say, sorry, I have a cold coming on. And I kind of love that. And I do think she was like, she just didn't want to be around people and she was like, fuck this. But yeah. I just love that that's like a little wink to her being like. Leave me alone. Totally. Totally. Stop. Yeah, and
0: I think that like that was kind of all she could say because I think other people would have been like, "Wait, like, because we all like, I don't know, like, I definitely have my own journey with mental health, and like, I definitely have days where it's just really hard to try and do anything. Yeah, why fake it? And so I would like definitely be telling people like I got a cold, like I got a mad cold. (laughs) Um, But. Uh yeah, it just says that she spent a lot of time on the second floor, um, writing to uh her her son and then also to her her mother and her sister. It, there is some type of like petty drama between her and her other sister Frances, which oh, I just yeah, love. I love that she like never talks about um like, she, her, her, there's letters to her mother, there's letters from her mother to her, there's letters back and forth with her sister Mary, but then she has this one sister, Frances, who, like, she never talks about.
1: Oh, my God, like, what does Frances,
0: Frances, Frances Like Frances is probably like, yeah, you're, it, yeah, I don't know, Frances just, like, doesn't, whatever, not s- taking what Jane is serving out, I guess, but, um, <laughs> but, aside from Frances, her... Um, mother and her, uh, other siblings like rallied behind her a lot. And so like, thankfully, like maybe, I mean, thank goodness she had a family that was like, we got you girl. Like we got you. So, um, as much as she felt like a little unsupported in her role as first lady, like she unsupported and like really not like out of her own element. Yeah. Um, she, you know, she did have a supportive family. So that's good.
1: She um so she does lean into politics a little bit um, right. She was a known abolitionist. She was very you know she grew up with her father being a preacher and obviously she grew up in the northeast so she was not into slavery yeah. Um Franklin Pierce wasn't he wasn't pro slavery but he also was like fine with it shit. staying in the south yeah, yeah. like have a side it's the same shit. he didn't want it's just it's the same
0: shit as Zachary Taylor like he didn't want it to expand but he wasn't bold enough to come out and say this is wrong yeah. which and again was yeah not he was for very man.
1: afraid of a war and he was like we can't have a war even if it you know releases slaves she was like if there needs to be a war about it let there be a war yeah. you know which i kind yeah. of like yeah, yeah. again i don't agree with like i think you should find you know, diplomacy in yeah. other ways. But sometimes there needs to be a war. Yeah, I so, mean, this was
0: breaking at the seams. Yeah, you at know. one
1: point she petitions Franklin to release uh, this guy called Dr. Charles Robinson, who was a known abolitionist um, and a Republican from a Kansas prison where he was detained. And Franklin actually did do that, right? Um, which was great. But um, yeah, so she was, you know, this is kind of where she gave her opinion to to Franklin and he welcomed it. They had mm-hmm. conversations about it. Because I think she just wanted him to take a side a little bit more, and yeah, you know, not end slavery. She wanted that to happen.
0: Yeah, that... she was a really well-educated woman. She really had. I. It seems like she was tapped into the, um, the humanity of people, and like the way that you know black people were being treated, ha- have always been treated, continue to be treated in this country is abhorrent, and yeah. she was. Had an opinion about that, and we yeah. love that because we don't see that very much with some of these ladies. So, yeah. go, like, we're so into that.
1: And for her to to make, you know, to step up into her floaters role at least privately for that cause, I think is really important. You Definitely, know, clearly, yeah. She didn't fake a cult to get out of that. Conversation. No, she was here for that conversation. <laughs> <Which is laughs> great.
0: I know. Um, we can. Aside from her spiritual, the ways of trying to heal, though, she was really. This is also when she gets really, and perhaps this is like because she was meeting more people at the White House, and she gets really into bloodletting, which is <laughs> just, like, that. not really a way to, <laughs> to get the demons out of you. Like, that's just but not you a way. Me,
1: she's, she was that. trying, and she that's trying
0: what we love things. about Jane, is, like, yeah. she never stopped trying. She never stopped exploring. So, love uh, we love Jane. But anyway, um, yeah. So, um, oh, so then... Oh so, oh, so I wanted to – so bloodletting, obviously, we had to talk about. And then will you talk about the Kansas-Nebraska Act? Because this yes. this happens towards the end of Pierce's presidency because we're almost sort of over yeah, with so this. He's yeah, a, he's
1: a one-termer because, uh, once again, he signed something that uh, – The wife says, idiot. She says, don't do. She says, don't do. Um, yeah, so – he does anyway. At this point, again, we're – it's 1854 um, – Civil War's ready to happen. Things are happening. Like, north, north and south. Beyond percolating. Oh my god. I, yeah, like,
0: we're boiling. Yeah,
1: we're boiling. <laughs> like, the bubbles have formed. The pasta's nah. ready <laughs> to be thrown in that water. Like, things are bad. Um, so, if we remember, the Missouri Compromise happened, um, and that basically said that any uh, state above the thirty-six thirty parallel had to be a free state. Below it, you were um, uh, a slave state besides Missouri. So, that was that compromise. The Kansas-Nebraska Act uh basically repeals that and it allows slavery to be legal in the remaining original areas from Louisiana purchase that happened.
0: And Which created- is so many states. Yes. Like it just expands slavery to an extent that is like yeah. beyond. And the
1: big ticker was it allo- it created two new territories and it allowed those territories and any um territory created after that or state for it to be decided between a slave and a free state, it was based on popular sovereignty, which means basically the folks would vote on it. Which sounds like a great idea, except that the, <laughs> but the, in the South, a bunch of racists are like, no, let's. Okay, so it's the start women. of
0: gerrymandering, basically. Kansas, and Nebraska. That is
1: actually yeah. genius. Great. Yeah. They, yeah. Oh mm-hmm. my god! Great comparison. Yeah.
0: Oh, fuck gerrymandering. Oh <laughs> yeah. my god. So that started in eighteen fifty
1: three. <laughs> yeah. And it produced this um. This huge uprising, which is now known as Bleeding Kansas, and basically from, like, 1855 to, like, the Civil War, maybe, like, 1859, it kind of died down. Right. There was these big protests that occurred between pro-slavery and Mm anti-slavery folks. They would come together... And it, it always erupted in, a, like, some sort of big fight. They called yeah. it, there was, like, guerrilla warfare happening. Oh, so they Jesus. were, like, I mean, this was essentially a war. Was yeah, 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 like, it was going this on, is, like, like, the civil war was starting. Yes, yes. They were killing each other. 55 people died in the span, which, I mean, it threw many years, so it doesn't sound like that many, but... No, that's too many. Yeah, too yeah, many people yeah, yeah, died yeah, over yeah. this um, because of the Kansas-Nebraska Act. And basically, it pissed off the Northern Democrats um, who were in the abolitionist movement. They didn't want this to happen. Um, and it alienated anti-slavery people in the South. Um, yeah. Right. also enforced to the Fugitive Slave Act. Remember that from last episode? Oh, of course. It like really enhanced that and like it enforced that to occur, that to actually bring these great. Slaves back. Okay, great. So battle, <laughs> yeah, great
0: battle around, which is so crazy because rookie it's like,
1: mistake, Pierce. Well, I was gonna say it's like,
0: <laughs> wh- yeah, like at no point does Franklin Pierce appear to be, yeah pro-slavery like it's just it's just ridiculous i think people you know it's like this whole like he was just signing it because i think that he had support from the north because he was north a northerner and so he was just signing it to try and get approval from the south and it was like yeah that's like no you don't again like he I just, don't know. It just there's not compromise in this country. And like that's okay sometimes. Like, yeah, you well the like, thing was like know, it said like, like,
1: like he Pierce saw the sense of having slaves in the South for like economic reasons. And like, can we stop with that? Like <gasps> ugh, when that did narrative you cross is cross the fucking line. Like yeah. there has yeah. to be a low point where you're like, it doesn't matter how much money I'm using that term very loosely this brings in. Like you're enslaving. Humans. No, you it's awful. You mistreating humans. You're killing a lot of humans. Yeah. Like, can we stop with that just because it, like, gets you a tax cut or whatever is right. going on here? Right, right, like, right, right. It's a, a lame excuse. You need to stop using it. Yeah. And it's bullshit. So. Well, and also. That was his vibe this whole time, and it's really annoying.
0: Yeah. Well, and also, like, he, so he signs this act, and then, um, he, he's he gets really confused why, um people are like it doesn't go the way that he thinks but it yeah. does go exactly the way that Jane thinks and so he's <laughs> yeah. she's like so all of a sudden he wants Jane's opinion on everything yeah. in like the last like three months of his presidency <laughs> she's like what do you think of this what do you think of that and it's like um listen like w- all of a sudden now you want my yeah. opinion on everything now listen they were like she, she he did listen to her but like she told him this was gonna happen yes. and then it did and, and then he was and then so. he was shocked so he didn't get ready Um, but James Buchanan does. We'll talk about that next week because his episode is actually going to be a two-parter spoiler alert. Now, um, after the White House. Post-presidency. Post-presidency. What happens in Jane's life? So post-presidency, Jane and Franklin are like... They never really had a honeymoon. They had a honeymoon, but it was, like, in D.C., so Jane's, like, yeah. annoyed. And <laughs> they, like, went to D.C. for their honeymoon. What she a buzzkill. I mean, <laughs> the
1: last thing in the world, Jane. Seriously, I know,
0: that. I know. So, post-presidency, they decide to go on a trip. And so, um, they, Franklin takes one look at Jane, who is now 85 pounds, completely out of, like, just so depressed. Because also, like, her husband signed this horrible act. Like every, like it's not like they were a, pro, a a popular couple at this point, you know. And he's like, maybe we should go on a vacay. Brilliant plan. Yeah, and she's like, okay. okay, like obviously, I'm a Pisces. I love that idea, but like, why didn't you come up with that like ten, like a decade ago? <laughs> yeah. So they go to Portugal.
1: So fun. I so love fun. Portugal. Yeah, yeah, great you, place.
0: Yeah, so they go to an island off the coast of Portugal called Madeira, and Jane fucking loves
1: girl it. she thrives. is thriving
0: and it's just like i could honestly it makes cry because so it's like this woman was yeah i just think like i'm just so grateful that she goes on this european trip um and you know they were only going to be there for like a little bit they end up staying there for 2 years um she goes horseback riding every day she goes um you know she she just has like she has the best time. Um, shockingly, she doesn't have one cold on the whole trip. <laughs> she doesn't have one cold. Interesting. We see your game Jane. She just needed like some vitamin D this girl. Oh. You know
1: what I mean? I mean, like, does magic gosh. the sunshine yeah, help?
0: It helps. So she goes on this amazing European vacation. I love it. Um, towards the end of the trip. Um, she, oh, and Franklin's health improves over there too. Why didn't they just, just stay in stay Portugal? There. Yeah, why, why? come Con- back to America? So they're in Portugal. They're like living their best lives. Um, when they get back to Concord, both of them are like sick. They both like get sick again. Yeah. Um, Real quick, when
1: they're in uh, Portugal, she oh, writes yeah. a letter to her sister, and in, in it she says, I can't believe who I was when I was in the White House. I'm a completely different person. So she knew. How much better off she was in Portugal. I know, really. And then they fucking go back to New York. They come back. Or yeah, Massachusetts or New Hampshire or some shit. Yeah.
0: So they come back and she. (laughs) She. Oh, yeah, they move into the house where they lived with Benny
1: for his 11
0: years of life. So
1: there's reminders of all her dead kids, the three kids. She is known to to wander the house uh, holding. In a little trinket box, like locks of their hair. So she is back to square one of being sad and depressed. Like, I mean, could you not see this coming, folks? (laughs) No, like it's really like it's. And honestly,
0: like I, Massachusetts is a pretty magical state. But like a Massachusetts winner, like what's darker than that? After you've just been like sunning in Portugal, like truly so sad. So, she, you know what, but, like, again, like, she lives till she's 63 years old, which at this time is a pretty long Impressive, life. yeah. Um, all things considered, she never stopped trying to get, um, heal herself from the inside out, and, uh, I think that she never wanted to be first lady, but she went along for the ride, she gave her opinion when she needed to, and, um, I don't know, I just, I am happy that she... Yeah. I don't know. I'm happy she got her time in Portugal, I guess. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I My advice for this woman, I mean, you know what? It's funny. I thought when I was going into this episode that I would have, like, a litany of advice for this woman, <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah. But I almost don't know if I have advice because I really feel like she was so actively trying. Like, yeah. I guess, like, I wish for her that, franklin had maybe listened to her a little bit more and not been so headstrong about like going into politics um and i wish for her that maybe um there was just more awareness around mental health because i don't think that any of the things she was experiencing are out of the realm of extremely understandable for her circumstances uh but she was trying. She got her spiritual healers. Yeah. She got her bloodletting that she was trying to get the demons I out. I like
1: to think if she lived in 2020 or 2021, yeah. she would lay in her second floor bathroom <gasps> in a dramatic fashion and listen to Taylor Swift, <laughs> take a drink, <laughs> take a drink of "This Is Me Trying," and yeah. she would just feel the emotion. Right, 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 then right. Write a letter to her dead son. Yes. And to- then get on a plane or ship, I guess, and then travel. Travel. That's my advice to her. Yes. I wish she would travel, or I wish she had the opportunity. Or at least the knowledge that that would have helped her earlier on. Because it feels like, you know, yeah, Yeah. they had to be four years in the White House. But, like, I feel like she really... I mean, she did really thrive there, clearly. She went from 85 pounds to 100 pounds. And that is good for her. Yes! (laughs) We love that. We love that. So, yeah, I wish she had a chance to travel more. But I am happy that she she tried. It does sound like she just she, she did tried. the best she could with what she was handed.
0: Yeah, and she was always herself. You know, like yeah. there's some of these women that like morph into these new versions of themselves when they get in the White House, but like she never did. Like she no. definitely stayed true to she herself. Was like, nope. She was like, <laughs> "I'm in mourning. I'm having trouble. Here, take it or leave it." Yeah. You know. Um so that's Jane,
1: Whew, Jane Appleton, uh, yeah. Jane Appleton Pierce. Guys, we get love help you. if you need to. There's resources There's out there. So many I'm gonna resources. post resources. <laughs> yes, seriously. I will post some great. This great is helpful this is players.
0: not the last time that we are gonna be seeing, um, you know, mental health come up in in our first lady exploration. No, I do so. know this
1: happens as well to uh, Mary Todd, which we'll see. Oh, in Mary Todd two, is. was the 14th president. Say, oh my God, we're almost at Lincoln. Can you believe? We just My got Buchanan. Man.
0: Buchanan's gonna be a two-parter because spoiler alert: Buchanan never married anyone. But did he have a lover? He sure did. Oh man! And his what? and
1: his name was <gasps> Rufus.
0: <Bless him. laughs>
1: I'm so excited. We have a lot of research to do. <laughs> I but remember someone here. asked Pete <laughs> Buttigieg, <laughs> Mayor yeah. Pete, now uh, Secretary Pete Buttigieg, yes, um, about. Buchanan possibly being the first gay president, and I don't remember what his response was. But he was like, "Okay, like I, I don't know. <laughs> it's Like you're only asking me this because I am like outwardly gay. Everyone knows I'm a gay man. So like, stop. Like, just rude question to death.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's really annoying. I mean, that's like, yeah. I mean, we Amer- Americans can't handle like any oh like swaying from the you know because like yeah, this is yeah.
1: ridiculous. I mean, can, can you believe he's the first? I think he's the first openly gay cabinet member. Yeah, I can not Well, like, yeah, I mean, who knows I what, can, like, not in history, can but like.
0: I definitely believe that.
1: It's just like, how are we having firsts in 2021? There's is only like been, the biggest
0: concern. There's only been three out professional football players, and all of them came out after the played in the NFL. Oh That's like a weird statistic that I know. Do you know about Colton like,
1: Underwood? Are you briefed on that story? Well, only because Michelle Collins is like oh, okay. my favorite. Yeah. yeah I we can to talk her. about it offline because I have a lot of opinions. But I yeah. just want to say to men in general, if we have any men listening to this. Um Which hopefully we do. Cool. Come out of the closet. I think that's great. Love your truth. But like, stop using women as like rehabilitation and like to let out your traumas. Like he stalked. <gasps> His past girlfriend. Okay, don't know this. Oh, oh my god, we'll talk okay, about, we'll talk, like, about okay, that. Okay, that okay. will be like we'll add like another hour to this episode. <laughs> I'll tell you the whole story. <laughs> but like that's my advice to men. <laughs> Stop. We're not like rehab facilities for you to use and abuse and then like come out and then get a Netflix show.
0: Um, It's really
1: frustrating. Colton. And like, stop. You're like a hot white cisgender man that happens to be gay. Like, you're gonna be fine. Wow. (laughs) Elise is fired I'm just so upset. And I don't even like The Bachelor. Like, I only know this just tangentially from stories and headlines. Yes. So I wonder how Bachelor people feel about this. I have questions. Well, here are the tips. If you're feeling
0: kind of depressed because COVID is hard buy yourself a golden couch
1: <laughs> yeah Everyone plan a trip couch. with your friends
0: yeah go on walks go on walks Try and join a community garden. These are things that may or may not have worked for me.
1: Yeah. There's resources um, out there.
0: We love you all and we'll be back next week with uh,
1: <gasps> Rufus. Oh my God. Buchanan <laughs> and Rufus. I'm going to play Taylor Swift. I mean we have things. to <laughs> obviously we have to talk about
0: Rufus before Harriet, right? Yeah. Because
1: Harriet's like yeah because Rufus this dies is, before um, This is going to be a first. We're going to have a a man as a floatus episode because he was floatus metaphorically. What's well, I'm saying like
0: she, right, because, like, like even, like, Martha Randolph died before TJ was in office. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's, like, Rufus dies before Buchanan gets in office. And then when he's in office, obviously, he needs someone to greet people. I don't really
1: get it. But Harriet it like, Lane steps up. Yeah. And, um, we'll get to Harriet. We'll Harriet get to Harriet. Needs, but we got to tell Rufus' story because, you know what, love deserves to be shared and told, and I want their story out there.
0: 100%. And if you're following... This is the same Rufus that we mentioned yeah. who was the vice president under Millard Fillmore. So Rufus is in... Building blocks of America. Right. Rufus (laughs) is in the mix, guys. Rufus is in the mix. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm stoked. Okay, first of all, but also Jane, here's your spotlight. We love you. Jane, you're the
1: best. You did everything right. Yeah. Follow us at Floatus Forever.
0: Like, comment, subscribe. Rate and um, review. Rate and review. Oh, shout out to Allie.
1: We love you, girl. <gasps> yes! Yes! Oh my God, <laughs> Allie, if you're listening, we read your message. We are obsessed. I girl. said that to everyone I know, and I said, there is a fan. <laughs> so thank you for listening. <laughs> yeah, we Keep love you. Keep on keeping on. Tell Keep- your
0: friends and family, we are telling yeah. the story of American history, and it is through the First Ladies. Mm-hmm. You're all the best. Love Just you. i am see you next week. Time. Bye! Bye! Bye.